Y'all, too cheap for therapy should never be considered a substitute for actual medication or therapy from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed during the show belong to the hosts only. We don't know what we're talking about. We just like to fuck around, and we hope you like to listen. Hey, Kareem. Hey, ma'am. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Oh, my God, I'm so tired of living. <laughs> but we're cheap, too cheap for therapy, with Marianne and Corinne. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. That's an interesting way to start this uh, podcast. Yes, on the Lord's Day. Oh, is it the Lord's Day? It is. It is today. Amen. Mm-hmm. And whatnots. And whatnots. So who do we have grumbling next to us? Uh, we have a very angry Luna. It's Luna. She says her bed smells like dirty ass and she doesn't want to be in it. And she doesn't realize it's her dirty ass that made that smell. I think she knows. Probably. Do you know Luna? I'm going to dub her Luna the intern. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Luna, go get my coffee. Because she does not get paid. She's like, why are you yelling at me? As opposed to us who get paid a lot <laughs> for doing this. To yell at and around each other. Yes. Great. I like to yell near you for money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's my dream job. Oh, my God. But what the listeners don't know is that we just keep passing the same $20 bill to each other. Yeah, that's true. I pay you, you pay me. Same $20 bill. I did not bring the money. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. I don't get paid this week. No money for you. I don't eat this week. Nope. Well, okay. Welcome, listeners. You're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. I'm Marianne. I'm tired. (laughs) Girl. And also Kareem. You're Kareem. Yes. Why are you so tired? Um, I'm old. Well, as am I. Oh, no, I'm tired, too. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. That answers So, the why are you tired of that reason? Yeah. Me, exactly. too. Yeah. Life. Mm-hmm. Just living. Basically. It's a lot. Yeah. Especially during the pandemic. It's a you lot. Know, it's a lot to expect from me to continue to be alive. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Well, people are trucking, Kareem. I will work Don't on it. Don't stop living. Don't tell me what to do. Oh, okay. You're not my real mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, this is episode 24. Yeah. I'm raising my eyebrows at you. That's a bunch. Uh, yeah, it is. Mm. Hopefully you guys have listened to the previous 23. If not, stop now. Go back to episode one <laughs> and spend the next, like, seven days of your life listening to the podcast. That's right. Maybe. Then you'll get to know who we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And why we're so tired. JK, I think you know enough <laughs> just from the last 20 seconds. Probably. That's all there is to it. I get stopped often at the grocery yeah. store, yeah. and they say, Ma'am, take that steak out of your pants. And I say, oh, you're a listener. <laughs> Aaron. The young kids blast the podcast oh, out the yeah. windows of their lower At the skate parks? At the skate parks. Of course. Do a triple step. And then they do a triple sow cow or whatever. Playing hoop and stick. <laughs> Kicking the can. <laughs> we should bring that back. Kicking mm. the can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just want to put a little rock in it so you can hear it. Kick, 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 Or whatever cans make the sound of. Nope. Rocks are from the devil. <laughs> well, if you'd like to talk to us, you can email us or something on the internet, right? We're on all sorts of social media. It's true. Yeah, you can go to our website, toocheapfortherapy.com, and send us an email. Go to our OnlyFans. <laughs> sure. Send pictures of Luna's butt. Yeah, probably. It's there. Who knows what she does at night? 
I know what she doesn't. Because I'm on her OnlyFans. <laughs> you pay her to do it. <laughs> so uh, Twitter at us or something. Tweet, tweet at us. Do you Twitter? Nah. I don't Twitter. Only when shit goes down on like CNN or at the Senate, that's when I'm on Twitter. Like, at such and such, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I am old and I only know how to Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. But I'm not, uh, not savvy with either. So you'll probably send me something and I'll be like, I don't know how to respond. So I'll send a response to everybody and then my grocery list. Or you'll call them or something. Yeah. Hey, I couldn't figure it out. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like that with TikTok. I don't understand it. And you know how TikTok videos at the very end, the person who edits the video will cut off the last syllable? Because it's like funny, I guess? And it's cut off. It's really odd to me. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Check it. Okay. Check it out. I, I will. Check, check, check it out. Oh. All right, then. <laughs> All right. So episode 24, what are we talking about today? Kareen. We're continuing our series of the things that make people the happiest and are the most uplifting with coronavirus. Yay. Yay. Because <laughs> oh. that's been something. Boy. Yeah. It's been good times. Of course. Yeah. Especially in America, the way our government handled it, garbage. Absolute garbage. I just read an article the other day that said um, they estimate that the 547,000 deaths we've had could have been reduced by at least 200,000. Oh, my God. Had we, you know, had a response or cared enough to give people some kind of warning instead of just to carry on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hard to find masks at the beginning of the pandemic because we're not a cool country like Japan or, right. you know, I don't know, anywhere else. That's been something that's interesting is seeing how many people are wearing masks and how low flu cases were this yes. year. Yes. Which makes you think maybe keeping your dirty fucking breathing <laughs> to yourself. Stop breathing on me. Stop that. Mouth breather. Mouth breather. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe also not being crammed into a bunch of tiny places together. That's true. Mm. And if you are, like, a, if you ride the bus, wear a mask. Double mask. Yeah. Yeah. Triple mask. Yes. One over each of your eyes. Sure. Wear a mask bikini. You're not driving the bus, are you? Uh, maybe. Hmm. Who are you to judge? Mm-hmm. not my real mom. <laughs> I do what I want. So, Corona. Corona. Yeah. What's the deal? What is it? <sighs> I know it's a virus. And that's about it. <laughs> well, I think we all know what it is, which mm-hmm. is some bullshit. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about how it's affected us all mentally. Oh. Because I don't know about you, but it really fucked my head up. Yeah, I agree. More so, even, than I thought it would. At the beginning, I was very, like, well, I'm an introvert anyway. I like being home. I'm lucky enough to have a nice home. Yeah. I like to cook. I like to play with my dogs. I like my kids. It'll be we'll like a vacation. Out. It'll be like a vacation. No. Mm, for a little while. You get yeah. cabin fevery, and then it starts to look like The Shining. Especially when it snowed not yes. too long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It looked a little scary. A little bit. Um, I have a little different perspective on the snow because I have children. So I was like, yay, go outside. And so <laughs> yeah. we were able to kick them out for a little while. We got 16 inches of snow and no children. So it's just 
another thing to stop us from going to town. Like, oh, okay, now we're really isolated. Right. Cool. Yeah. And it's so weird here on the West Coast because you'll get, like, 16, 18 inches of snow, and then two days later, it's all gone. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? Like, we just had, like, super truncated winter, which is what we always have. That's fine. Yeah, and I'm okay with it. I don't mind. We, uh, we did end up going sledding a little while nice. after that, too, because we, we typically tell the kids, if the snow does not come to you, we shall go to the snow. So we go to the snow. One time. Yeah. But the snow came to you this year. And we, we still went to it. Oh, okay. We were like, we knew what we wanted. That's right. Yeah. So we did. Yeah. We went sledding. Okay, cool. My husband really comically broke a sled halfway down the... Oh. I kept telling him, baby, you are too big for that sled. <laughs> and he's like, eh, I do what I want. And then he's, he's not having carrying it. chunks of sled <laughs> back up the hill. So Chunks? It was in chunks, That's yeah. Awesome. It was all busted up. Did you take a picture? I should have, uh, but I've got the word picture. Maybe Kat can draw us a picture of that. That would be nice. I would like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's it. That's the end of the episode? Yep, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so my experience with the whole lockdown and quarantine and all that was... Um, I didn't find it that hard until we were about six months in. Because mm. we tried to take it really seriously. Mike still had to go to work, but he's, like, taking his temperature every day. They set up all these guidelines, oh, COVID yeah. protocols, um, always wearing a mask, all that stuff. And he oftentimes works outdoors. Mm -hmm. So it's not as bad as if he were in a little cubicle or something. Yeah. Um, but... Still, it was pretty nerve-wracking because I thought, you know, if he gets sick, he's going to bring it home. Yeah. He's going to get everybody sick. My mom and my brother live in their own apartment, but it's connected to our house. And at the time, his mother was living with us, so we had some yeah. high-risk people, That's you true. know. And there's me, who for some reason can't be healthy no matter what I do. So I finally just said, fuck it, and I only eat Lucky Charms. Just like, if that's, you know what? If I just want to be lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Car cake? Yep. Every fucking day. That's where we're at. Live life to the fullest. Exactly. I like it. So, I don't drink the booze anymore, really, though. Yeah. So that's Me either. It got old. Last summer, I was like, a cocktail a day keeps me from thinking about anything. So, I was having that. Um, and then I think I just got burned out. Yeah, I thought I would be drinking heavily during these COVID lockdown times, but not really. You get you get in your head, and you don't want to make it worse. Yeah. 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 Especially because alcohol is such a depressant, yeah. and it kind of makes you think like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go lay in the road. <laughs> Good thing no one's coming because everybody's in quarantine. Oh it just gets worse and worse. Well, like my experience being on the lockdown, a lot of it was fear of financial you know, pressures because at that time I was let go from my job because I was just an independent contractor. So once the building closed down, there's no reason for me to go to said building. So I was let go. All that junk I had to do with, with the government to be like, please give me some money. Great. Um, aside from that, like the mental stress and strain of just living in a 400 square foot house. If it's cold and rainy, I'm not gonna be able to go outside and walk around and enjoy the property. I'm just stuck inside looking at the internets and all the issues that are going on. Right. Yeah. Which got pretty depressing. It did. And I'm one of those people who has a tendency to be like, I wanna be informed. And then, you know, 16 hours later, as I'm wearing a diaper yeah. and I have a headset taped <laughs> to my face, and I'm like, I have to know everything. No, I'm the opposite. I oh. can't know anything anymore. Oh, okay. All right. 
After a while, it got really upsetting with the Black Lives Matter stuff going on, the police killing everybody, um, the way America handled the coronavirus in general, all the people dying who didn't didn't need to. Plus, we had an incompetent president yes. in the mix. And, and yeah. like, random coups happening toward the end. Or is this the middle of the pandemic? I don't know. Whatever. We've only just begun. <laughs> there was a lot going on. And every time we watched the news, it was just a clusterfuck of shit going on in the Senate. People saying crazy stuff that no one has ever said before because of our president. Just a lot of stuff going wrong. Yeah. And me being stuck in the house. There was not a lot of good. Right. There were little pockets of good, but no, like, overwhelming, like, good for everybody. So that was a downer. Yeah, and then I worry about my children because clearly they are even more isolated than we are because they don't have cars or jobs or any place to go. They just want to see their friends. Well, and then there was a lot of weirdness with, like, some of their friends were like, yeah, come over, hang out. And then others were like, we'll never have people in our house again. And trying to, like, kind of meet those expectations and not be the mom who's like, you can never see people again, but also not be the mom who's like, it's fake, Who yeah. go, play. It's not a big deal, go breathe on your friend. Yeah, so it was it was very weird. It was like, sure, you can go play D&D with your friends, but you guys have to sit outside, mm-hmm. and, and then you're making rules for someone else's house, and it gets weird, and it's awful, and just everything was really awkward. Did it help that you found commonality in other parents and their teaching methods? Like, if you say, oh yeah, you can see your friend as long as you're outside... Did that parent agree with that? And is that what happened? Or did the parent say, Oh, don't worry about it. Come on in. Breathe all over us. I think we got some of both. Yikes. Um, And our deal was, well, obviously we can't control what anybody else's kids are doing. Right. But we can control who comes here. Right. And we can control, to an extent, what our kid is doing when he's out. So my kids are really, really good about the masks. Um, I took Julian to the doctor for his checkup. So it was just like a vaccinations and like, Hey, how you doing? And uh, at one point, she said, his doctor says, All right, now I'm going to need you to take your mask off. And you would have thought that she had told him to to get naked and run around the office. He was like, (laughs) Excuse me? We do not take our masks off indoors. And she was like, The kids are so good about it. It's the adults who are. And I'm like, I fucking know it. But um, yeah, so they're all about it. But at the same time, how sad, you know? I mean, you only get the one chance to go through all these formative times in your life. And, like, when I was my son's age, I was out and playing and riding bikes and going from friend's house to friend's house and probably should have ended up on Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, not going to lie, because we were those kids who were outside all fucking day. Until the streetlight comes on. Yeah, nobody knew who we were or where we were or how long we'd been gone. That's just what happened back then. Right. We know better now. But now even, I mean, there's no, you know, friends coming over. There's no socializing at school. There's no drop me off at the mall. There's There's like Zoom hangouts. That's not real. My kids won't even do that stuff. Calvin Mm -hmm. uses Discord to talk to his friends while they play games. Oh, yeah. And Julian plays on Steam. For Christmas, they each got their own PC setup. Cool. Um, And they were very excited. And that was mostly for school. Oh, (laughs) But they do game on them, so it was a good way to get them excited. Yeah. It's kind of like, I got you a notebook. And they're like, yay. Great, thanks. That's true. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, Can I, my new pencils. I guess your kids' generation will, of course, they'll remember this when they're older, but it kind of reminds me of other 
crazy things that have happened in other generations, like the Great Depression. Those kids who were 14 who had to live through that, that really changed who they were. Maybe they became hoarders. Maybe they became minimalists because of the lack of everything they had during that time. So I wonder how these kids, this experience of kind of isolation and not being around human people will change them. Hopefully for the better. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to go both ways. I mean, I think it'll be some for the better and some for the worse, but you don't really find out until later they're adults, yeah. you know? Um, that's just the excitement of having children. Yeah. You're like, what kind of new and interesting ways are you going to get <laughs> fucked up? So yeah, actually, that's all we can do. Actually, I'm hoping that these kids, because they're at home and because they're seeing the news and because... Their parents have told them, you are at home because um, the American government is fucking shit up and you can't go to school safely. Hopefully that will change them to and help them become more empathetic toward people who are having a harder time. Like, people died. I know some ages of kids, that you can't tell them the number, but, like, your 14-year-old, he understands. Mm-hmm. And he understands the Black Lives Movement. He, he knows what's going on, so hopefully he'll be more... He's already an empathetic kid, but other kids, maybe they'll grow up to be not an asshole, white, cisgender man. Or maybe they'll all be sociopaths because they're like, only I exist in front of this screen. <laughs> no! I don't know. I mean, it could go both ways. No! Green. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Sure. Hey, y'all! This is Kareen. And Marianne. And we want to take a moment to tell you how much we appreciate your contribution on Patreon. It's with your support that we can give you our classic banter, our dick talk, our pseudo advice, and other hilarious anecdotes. So if you'd like to help support our podcast and get exclusive content, go to patreon.com slash too cheap for therapy and give us a dollar or two. Let's see. It was kind of a given that there was going to start to be more alcohol and drug issues, right? Because, like, a lot of people being isolated yeah. really messes with your brain and, like, your self-worth. Like, we talked about that before, about mm-hmm. how the assumption in my brain is always, well, nobody wants to talk to you, so <laughs> And I know it's not that, but it's what I feel, so it's like, you yeah. know, it, it's stupid. But um, clearly alcohol and drug use are up amongst younger people yeah. and there's a big lack of mental health services. Oh, yeah. Not only because a lot of that was face-to-face obviously. It used to be you went to an office and now it's like, you're on Zoom it's or you're on FaceTime. It's expensive and like for someone like me, I have lots of people in my house mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, maybe I should do something like that and then I thought, where the hell am I even gonna go where I can say in the car, say... While you're eating your car cake with your therapist, maybe. I feel like I don't want them to see the car cake. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll help you with the car cake. Uh, if, if, I help, if I help you mean bring me more cake, <laughs> then that would be fine. Yeah, I thought about doing like the Zoom sessions of counseling as well, but then I looked at the pricing and I was like, no, I, I think I'd rather eat this month. So I really wish that America would get their shit together. And give us universal health care. Yeah, it is very sad that we're in the middle of a global pandemic that has killed so many people. And the first thing any of us as Americans think is, well, I'm fucked. I don't got no income. Yeah. Like, why? This is not something that any of us cause. It's not like, 
God damn it, Carl. Yeah. You and your fucking pandemic. Exactly. You know? like, Why do you do this every year, Carl? Every fucking year. <laughs> Um, it's nobody's fault, and it would be real nice if the government would acknowledge that yeah. and say, you know, all that money you guys have been paying us for all these years, never getting any benefit from. Yes. Your roads are full of holes and your bridges are all falling down. Yeah. We're all taking our girlfriends to Hawaii for steak dinners. Right. We're about to fix it. Yeah. Did sure. not happen. <laughs> Did not happen. Oh, we're about to fix it. I feel a revolution cooking. We're going to fix it by eliminating 547,000 citizens. That's a half million less people who need services. God damn. Government, you're really doing it up. But really, the people who are the most disenfranchised and affected by COVID are people of color, lower income brackets, people who do not pay for health care. They were the ones who were most affected. People who were always affected by everything. Yes. Always the same groups. Isn't yeah. that weird? Isn't it? Isn't it strange? Isn't that strange how the hmm. Republicans don't want these certain people to vote? I and thought for sure it would be only affecting old, rich, white men. And then they don't want to help people when they have COVID? Hmm. 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 Oh, you're dead? You can't vote next election? That's too oh, bad. That's a shame. What a shame. Wow. Well, let's have some statistics. Oh, boy. Statistics. Yum. Yeah. Um, So, according to the CDC, they were doing some uh, surveys in the summertime, late June, and they said uh, 40% of all U.S. adults reported struggling with mental health or substance abuse, or both. Oh, no. Because why not both? Yeah. Uh, they sort of do go hand in hand. They really um, do. 31% are reported worsening anxiety and depression symptoms. Mm-hmm. 26% reported trauma and stress-related disorder symptoms. Mm-hmm. 13% started or increased substance use, which is that scary. Because like yeah. for people who never used anything before and then to go, Well, it's pandemic, fuck it, I'm on heroin, yeah. It's pretty hardcore. Or people who like smoked weed occasionally or drank socially or they were functioning alcoholics and then they just kicked it up a notch because they don't have to go to a physical job anymore. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, 11% seriously considered suicide. So um, that's that's pretty fucked up stuff. And, I mean, we all know that is happening. Yeah. Because, I mean... We already talked about that, too. Girl, most of us lived it. Right? You were going through statistics, and I was like, oh, I'm Me part too. of that. Oh, I'm part Me of that, too. too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Riding the white pony. Check. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But it is uh, it is kind of stark to see it in statistics, you yeah. know? Like, 40%. That's a fuck of a lot of people. I know. Yeah. So that's uh, not the best of times. I mean, it's so upsetting that just the thought this is what scared me the most and why i wore my mask all the time is because one i didn't want to get it and die or i didn't want to get it and then have issues later down the road with my breathing or you know we don't know the side effects like the long haulers who are having problems a year later yeah like the long-term effects but then also i was thinking if i get it and then I have to be hospitalized as an inpatient for a week and put on breathing machines and other machines and da 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 I'm going to be fucking bankrupt right. by the time I come out of that hospital. No fucking way. Right. Which is 
actually ended up being a huge issue because a lot of people stayed home so long that they ended up dying. Yeah. Um, and not just from COVID, but people who were scared of catching it, so they didn't want to go to the hospital for things like cancer treatments mm. or for screenings. And a lot of people ended up in a really bad place mm. because of that. You know, I having something that. that could be caught early and fixed put off for six months or eight oh, months or a right. year. Or they needed now... surgery or something. Exactly. Oh. So there was a lot of preventative stuff that didn't happen because of yeah. of everyone shutting down. That's so upsetting. It was and still is very upsetting. Yeah. Um, the other thing about kids is so online school, mm-hmm. but internet is not treated as a utility. It so there not. are lots and lots of children, and we don't think about this because Seattle, we all over internet. And we bitch when, like, it's a little freezing, you know? But there are people in the United States who have zero internet, nothing. They don't even have dial-up, like, nothing. So there's this whole section of children who are left out. Mm -hmm. And think about the kids who rely on school lunches. Right. For a lot of kids, that's a That was me. Yeah. That was me. I needed, um, I had, what is it called? Assisted... Uh, payment for the school lunches. We called it free lunch. Yeah, we did too, but it's got a real name. Whatever, I was one of those free lunch kids, and I was thankful for it. But the internet that some kids don't have, that's going to affect their education, especially when the school systems don't provide them with like a jetpack or whatever it's called, a hotspot. Right, which my kids got because we live... In the middle of everything, and yet somehow we have the slowest internet on the planet. <laughs> and so, if my husband's working from home, I'm working from home. I've got I had to put my kids on two different schedules. I have one morning school kid and one afternoon school Ooh. kid because I didn't want them overlapping and trying to use the same bandwidth. Yeah. Well, the neighbor's kid used it, and mm-hmm. this neighbor used it, and that neighbor used it. Um, and they've had a lot of issues with it, and the school is just very like we've done pretty much everything we can. So they gave us a hotspot. Um, they gave laptops to kids who needed them, which was great. But That's not nice. all school districts can Correct. do that. Yeah. Um, some of them don't have the funding, and some of them don't care. Right. I mean, I'm sure the teachers care, but the the admin, they probably don't give a shit. And it's been a big issue for teachers, too, because teachers are in the field of teaching, yeah. I would assume, primarily because they like being with kids and helping kids. It sure and, ain't the pay, girl. No. It's, <laughs> oh, no, it's not the millions of dollars. Not at all. Oh. They should be getting a lot more. Oh, my God. I wish we paid teachers the way we pay. I don't know. People we value? Yeah. Uh, that would be good, <laughs> but not today. Of course not. Um, so they're stuck, you know, seeing reduced class sizes and also just teaching to uh, void. I yeah. mean, most of the kids have their cameras off who knows if there's a kid there or not and you and I experience this sometimes with interpreting like sometimes we'll go interpret a big event and there's literally not one deaf person there and it starts to kind of feel like you're just there on a show for amusement I guess I don't don't know know. it's it's difficult because you don't have any you don't have any feedback you don't have any like teachers need feedback just like interpreters need feedback like I want to see that little like eyebrow if I need to make an adjustment right if there's nobody there I'm just who are you teaching to exactly yeah so that's been difficult and also there's a teacher shortage there's a teacher shortage I knew I know we always had a teacher shortage here in the U.S. But since COVID came out, I know that some of the older teachers just retired because they were like, oh, no, I'm not going out that way. Right. Some of the younger people were like, I've only been here for two years. Fuck this job. They're they're not giving us PPE. They're not giving us more money. Goodbye. 
And there are some districts that tried to open early on and they oh, lost no. a lot of teachers to COVID. Like yeah. they literally was like, go to work, catch COVID, go die in the hospital. No. And then we'll try to replace you next week because class is still happening. No fucking way. Right. Wouldn't that be great if you walk into a job interview and they're like, uh, sizing you for your casket? Oh, like, no. oh my God. That's crazy. You're just killing people. Yeah, I remember, t- was it Tacoma School District that was fighting with the, the school because they were trying to open up early and then the Tacoma public teachers had to go to their union and talk about it and yeah. they decided not to open early. They did it in Bellevue too, but instead of deciding not to open early, Bellevue School District just said, that's fine, we'll just get a bunch of scab union breakers to come teach. Really? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. What? Yeah, because we value our teachers. Teacher week, teacher appreciation week. That's bizarre. All the Starbucks gift cards and shitty waxy chocolate in the world do not make up for not paying no. living wages and putting teachers at risk of getting COVID. Yeah. I know. Which is the agree. only reason why I'm not a teacher. Yeah, I thought about it in the past, especially when I worked in the public school system alongside teachers, and I saw how much work they did, how much money they spent from their own personal bank accounts to make up for the insufficient supplies. Just the hours they would have to work and prep. No, thank you. What I don't get is you expect these teachers to all make their own lesson plans, all build their own system, mm-hmm. and you're not willing to pay for that. Like, they're not getting... I mean, they're getting, like, a one-hour block a day yeah. to do your planning. Like, if you can plan for, like, 120 kids in one hour, then you're amazing or you're high as fuck. Yeah. Like, there's a problem. And they... I mean, how do you do that? Wouldn't you have to lock your office door so kids don't come in during your quote-unquote break to ask for extra help or whatever. Right. And then you're going to stay after and then you're going to yeah. host this uh, club and then you're going to you, do you're a the, sport. You're the soccer coach. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just so much. And, and I, can you chaperone the dance? Yeah. And, uh-huh. I know some of the coaches are like, yeah, the only reason... I mean, there are some coaches, yes, who love the sport, but some other coaches only do it for the extra money. Right. They're like, oh, they needed a track coach so here I am because I some need extra money do it because they have students who say I really want to do this but we don't have yeah anyone to like a drama teacher or yeah, whatever. yeah exactly so that's a mess yes. um what else is a mess everything so there also is not just the free food and the internet and all that stuff that kids get at school that we kind of take for granted but there's also a lot of kids who end up in the system in the mm-hmm. child protective system because of things that teachers see right Teachers are the ones who see kids every day who don't get bathed, who don't get fed, right. who come to school with bruises, or who, you know, are antisocial. Right. There's a lot of safety net stuff that happens in schools that doesn't happen when kids are at home. Right, but it could go both ways, and I've read articles where it does go both ways. Yes, if you see bruises on a kid via Zoom, please call someone. Please do. If you see that a child is hungry and unbathed, is it because we as Americans aren't giving the parent of that household a living wage? Is it because their water just got turned off? Is it because they don't have any food because they've lost their job? I would like to give them the courtesy, but I don't know what they have to do for mandated reporters. Maybe you have to just go ahead and report it, and that's what the social workers follow up with. Like, do you need services as a family? We're not just going to take your child. But sometimes that happens. They're like, oh, you haven't fed him? Yeah, none of us have eaten. It's a, it's a whole mess. Yeah. I remember reading an article about one little boy who was on Zoom, little black boy. He must have been eight, and he was on a Zoom call with his class, and he had something like 
a really fancy Nerf gun or a really cool BB gun or whatever mounted on his wall, and the teacher could see it behind him. So for some reason, the teacher uh, reported him for having a weapon in his own room at his house. Right. So it was during school. Yeah. So all he had to do, I guess, was move the camera so the teacher couldn't see it. But why would you report a weapon in his house? He didn't bring it to school. Is it like you brought it to school because we can see it on Zoom? Apparently. Yeah, but he wasn't like showing it at show and tell. It was I know, I remember that story happening and thinking, my God. But that's another kind of uniquely American approach to things is that we make changes, but we don't adjust the rules, right? right? So like we've changed to virtual school, but we're still acting like we're in in-person school right. and it doesn't work that way. Not at all. <laughs> it's very weird. Very. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I will say online school is fun for one reason and one reason only, and that is to see everybody's pets. Oh, yeah. Um, we have our kitty. She sits with the kids in the office all day, every day. Cute. The whole school day, and she sits on her little perch, and she gets her pets and scritches and comes over and bothers me. And she, she literally, in the morning, we let her in, and she cries at the office. Aww. She's like, I'm ready for school. We're like, Miss Muffin, what is wrong with you? She's ready for school. She's ready for school. Yeah. That's so she cute. goes to school too. That's very cute. We're gonna give her a little diploma. Aww. Yeah, Luna and Abby sit with me at work, but it's usually because they want something. So they'll come over and yarp, and thankfully the camera isn't pointed down at them. Yeah. That you should start pointing it down at them. Yeah, and then they can interpret. Yeah. I love it. Exactly. Move your little hands. Oh, Luna's passed out. She's tired. Luna's hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> Pretty sure. She's a sleepy lady, just like me. Hi, Mama. Oh, you see your pretty little papa? I've been thinking about your beans all day. Let me see them beans. Oh, that got weird. <laughs> Aggressive. Weirder. Hey guys, it's Kanice, author of the Willow Song series, featuring my debut novel, The Call from the Willow, now available on Amazon. And coming summer of 2020, the second installment of the Willow Song series, The Calling of Kings. And you're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. Let's see. So there was another study. There's been studies like nobody's fucking business this whole time. Yeah, I bet. Um, a study by McAfee uh, about distance learning challenges because we all know distance learning is better than nothing, but not by mm, much. That's true. <laughs> so uh, they talked about the difficulties faced by parents with kids in K through 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so 50% of people mentioned keeping their children focused on schoolwork instead of other online activities was oh. an issue, which in my house is an issue because uh, it's very, I mean, the kids don't want you to sit there all day and watch them at school. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit here all fucking day and watch them at school. I went to school. I'm done with school. Yeah. I graduated. I, I have my little cat diploma. I'm all good. Cat diploma. I sat on my little chair and did school yeah. for years and years. Yeah. Um, and not to mention, I got other shit to do, like work from home, clean the house, take care of everything. Cook all the and everyone and every 
thing anybody could ever yeah. need is my responsibility and also where are my shoes and also <laughs> how come there's an empty box of cereal in the pantry? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the kids play games on computers and they do school on the computers and I'm not going to lie, there are times when I walk into the office and someone is playing Minecraft um. and school is a tiny, tiny window with the camera pad on. Oh, no. Um, this is a crazy concept to me because when, it, when we were kids... The what the hottest game was on the computer was what um, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. And it was hot. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. You could. I don't think you could have two screens open at the same time. Like oh, that, that would have crashed. It your would crash so fast. It would crash your ninety-five windows like that. Yeah, you're going down. Windows ninety-five. Of course, back then they would have just been sending packets of dittos home, which they did originally yeah, they did. at the beginning of the pandemic. My kids were getting stuff in the mail. And um, that, that leads into the next um, issue. Almost 50%, 49.26% of parents reported troubles establishing a daily routine, which yeah. we definitely had. Yeah. All of a sudden, the schedule was totally upended. Honestly, and I'm seriously like, I appreciate all the effort. I get that it's been really difficult. I get that on a dime, everybody had to turn to like, we're doing something totally different yeah. that we all don't really quite understand because we never prepared for this. <laughs> what Zoom? What is Zoom? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's easy in the beginning to be really optimistic, yeah. right? I was like, I'm going to write up a schedule. And then my <laughs> kids are going to sit here and do the thing. And then we're going to have lunch at noon. And we're going to this and that. And then we'll have outdoor time. And you know how fast that schedule ended? Mm. I think it was about 36 hours where I was like, fuck this shit, reading all day, we're doing whatever we want, play some games. And partly that was because it was a huge deal for the kids, too. It was a huge disruption. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, task marm. Now you're the teacher. Hit you with a ruler. I'm not trained to be a teacher. I would not be a good teacher. Task marm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can call me task marm. Actually, my kids do call me Task Marm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they write me a card every Mother's Day. I love you, Task Marm, if that's all right. Uh, and then I have them clean the house. Great. Um, balancing household responsibilities and teaching. That was over 40% of people said that was an issue. That was also an issue in my house because yeah. at the beginning I didn't have any work, which was like, mm, I don't have any work. Yeah. But at the same time, thank God I don't have any work because I was trying to manage. There were a lot of issues trying to get the kids online and crashing and not knowing where to be or what time or what when. zoom link i don't yeah. know is exactly. it math or is it yeah so it was a real hot fucking mess so um even worse for people who were like i'm literally trying to write copy or whatever yeah. what do people do for a living i, I don't like, know what they do now i think they just sit in front of code? a computer and code yeah i don't Make know websites maybe uh-huh. you're making code sites that's I interesting because um when i saw my niece not too long ago she is almost seven and um, I saw her doing a weekday, so she had to go to class. So she woke up. She was looking at her little paper schedule of what's happening today. And she was muttering to herself, like, okay, well, this is at 10. I don't have to set an alarm for that. Like, she sets reminder alarms for each class because there's different Zoom link. She's seven. I wish I, my kids did that. My I, kids are like, I was supposed to be in class four hours ago. <laughs> I lose yes. my Zoom links. I don't know what's going on, but... She's seven, so she had to adapt, and this is all she's really known about school, except for, what, the three years of regular school she had? So this is, it's new and different, but she acclimated very quickly, because she hasn't had 14 years of in-person schooling. Right. 
And teachers are trying really hard to make it fun, but honestly, I'm glad my kids are the ages they are because God bless my friends who have like small, small children who have to be entertained all day long. I would have already grown a big mustache and moved to Mexico. Like, there's no way. Yeah, I don't know what they do. Uh, But keep them entertained and keep that fucking mask on. Like, how do you do that with little kids? You know, it's funny. Little kids are way better about it than adults are because adults are like, it's my right. Kids are like, listen, I don't want to get sick. And I'm like, kid, you smart. Adult, you're dumbass but um yeah it's uh it's I feel bad for the little little kids because there's actually like a whole subset of children now who have never met another baby I mean there are kids who were born during this yeah I I saw a TikTok the other day this lady's like you want to meet my baby's friends she is like a a 14 month old she's like we have diaper box baby and there's a little smiley baby on the diaper box and she's like and then we also have this baby on TV. And Aww. she's like, that's it. That's his friends. That's so sad. I know. And you don't think about it because they're so little, but, like, the, all that socialization is really important. Yeah, it and is. to know that, like, mom and dad are not the only adults who mm. exist on the planet. And there are places to go other than the doctor. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's wow. it's weird. Also, the kids who are now going into preschool, a lot of them are not qualifying. Oh, no. Because social-emotional stuff is not where it should be. They always told me with my kids, they were like, listen, if you can get them, you know, to where they can share, to where they can sit still, and to where they can listen to directions, they can come to school. We'll do all the reading, writing, arithmetic, all that stuff. And I'm like, cool, because I'm not good at that stuff. Yeah. Um, But I can take my kid to play group and make sure he knows that when he's done with it, you got to give it to somebody else. They don't get to do that now. So it's very, it's a really fucking weird time to have kids. Odd. Yeah. I, I mean, wish I was old and near death instead of <laughs> relatively whatever. old and relatively near death. Oh, my God. So are we just going to have a whole K through 12 of kids who are, like, behind Yeah. in, in one grade? Probably. Yeah, because I mean, some of the older kids, they might not pass their grade level either. Well, here's the thing. They weren't passing to begin with, well, right? Like, our whole education said so we got to do a show on true. that because it's a whole shit show. Yeah, with the bush saying, no child left behind. <laughs> it sounds like a good thing, but... <laughs> what a mess. Just, oh, he can't read or write in the fourth grade or, you know... Oh, give him the fifth grade. Yeah, probably. Catch the slack. The fifth grade teacher will fix it. Exactly. And then I would see the high schoolers... They're like juniors, and they're struggling to read aloud. Like, right. Yeah. It's, honey. It's really, it's scary. You can't, you can't coast on that football scholarship. If you hurt your leg, what are you going to do? If you can't play football anymore, you got to know how to read and write, baby. Or you could just, I mean, be a YouTube star. Oh, that is a That's thing. my backup. That's what one of my nieces <laughs> is like. That's what I want to do for my career. And we're like, okay, but you need something else to back that up. Every just in case. case. Every kid is like, I, think I just so. want to stream and make money. And what like, was it? What What was that the equivalent of in our day? Uh, probably like being a video game tester. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just got to play video games all day. Yeah. <laughs> or like, we can be the next No Doubt. Nobody can be Gwen Stefani because she's a vampire. Mm. She doesn't age. That's true. You know that lady when she first started out, she was like in her early thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitch is like more than fifty years old. <laughs> she looks great. She looks terrific. Her and John Legend, he's a vampire. I know. Keanu Reeves, he's aging gracefully, but I don't know. He's a deal with a devil vampire oh. who's like, I want to age, but I want to be one of those like sexy silver foxes, <laughs> and they're like done and done. What Keanu. a nice dude. We should do a show on him, just all about Keanu Reeves. Oh, that, that wouldn't be creepy. I don't know. All about looking through Keanu Reeves' trash. Hey, Keanu Reeves' is trash. <laughs> anyway. He sure eats a lot of produce. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Everything is shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> Everything is garbage. Everything is garbage when you live in the U.S. Yeah, there you go. And it's been a huge problem for moms. Mm. Moms are really getting fucking burned hey. right now. Right, so we got to keep everybody from getting sick. So that means we got to be in charge of all the masks and all the remindings and all the don't touch anything and all the wash your hands. And I'm sure dads are doing that too, but they I'm sorry. Be. In my world, moms are doing a lot I of I mean, it. that has a lot to do with the gender norms. Right. Not even gender norms. The gender construct that we created. Yeah, exactly. Because like, mom takes care of the house. Yeah. But mom also works. Yeah. And mom takes care of the kids. But mom also fucking works. Mom deals with the dogs, even though dad wanted them. Like, come on, yeah. pull your weight. And if you're the dad who's doing everything, tell that mom to get on it. Right. But even, the, I mean, as the mom, the mom yeah. of the world <laughs> is me. As the mom, it's hard to even get yourself out of it. I think people without kids think, well, you just tell him to do his share. But it's something that we also put on ourselves, mm. right? Because it, we raise the children, you know? I yeah. mean, I know everybody's all progressive and everything now, but if you look at it, like, in the numbers, yeah. moms are still doing, they're like, still... a huge portion of house and yes. kids. And they're getting paid less, even though they still go to a job that's 40 hours a week. Like, come right. on. So all of a sudden, everybody's home, and dad has to work online, let's say, for, like, your whatever mid-American family. Dad's working online. The kids are doing online school, or they're too young, so they're just doing their normal at-home stuff. Mm -hmm. Mom is working, probably online, mm -hmm. maybe outside the house. She's also trying to make three meals a day for everybody now yeah. because nobody's picking up the slack in midday. Yeah. Um, also, kids need 35 snacks a day. Did you know this? I did not. I did not know this what? till the fucking coronavirus. Why did they need so many? They will literally wither away. They have the just like, <laughs> to the pantry. They're like, get another fruit, roll up. Like, they can't live without they're, snacks. They're just constantly grazing. Oh, my God. I can't get my kids to eat a meal. I cannot do it. Well, the one never eats anyway. Yeah. But the other one, he's just like, oh, have a snack. Mm, have a snack. Mm, have a snack. And I'm like, me too. So we're just like, just sitting in front of the pantry with a horn of chocolate. Just, oh, no. And that was another thing, too, is like, all the stuff we love to do, all of a sudden was like, nope. I'm like, well, let's go to a restaurant. No, you can't. Well, let's go to the movie. Mm, we can't. Can't, can't do it. Close. Right. Close. Close. Um, so I took him to get his, his checkup, and he had a couple of immunizations mm -hmm. to get, which he's not a shock fan, but he is no. very much into the whole, like, well, I'm a man. I can handle it. And I'm like, yes, you are, and yes, you can. Sure. So he sits down, gets two shots, and then we're walking out, and it was so fucking sad. He goes, well, that was kind of fun. Aww, I'm like, oh, honey. Because we don't, we can't do. We just do. wanted to go outside just, and see another person. And I mean, we can go outside at home, but of course it's very blase because it's like, oh, I can go outside every time. I live here. It's fine. I live here. But now that the weather's not so nice, I guess it's starting to get nice again. And my kids are already like, when can we kayak? When can mm -hmm. we hike? When can we this? When can we that? And I'm like, I'm indoorsy, y'all. Yeah. But y'all can go. I'm with dad. <laughs> I, I am going to go. You can do it. I will. I can do it. You can do it. We're going to do it. Oh, I didn't know I was roped into this. Oh, bitch. You're going to kayak. You're going to kayak. I'm going to take you right over the top of a blue whale and it's going to eat you. No! That's my nightmare. You know that's my nightmare. How many times have I forced you to be around whales? Several times. Several times. Too many. Is that weird? It is. I just want you to be around whales. I thought you were my best friend. I think you're really my enemy because you... Oh, look, there's another whale that Corinne brought by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whale song. I oh, should play whale song at your house. Like, hack your Wi-Fi and no. make it play whale song. No. No. Okay. Or yes. <laughs>
Have you written a book and always wanted to publish it? Don't know where to start or who to contact? No problem, friend. You should contact Square Penny Publishing. My friend Kenise Marshall published her book with Square Penny, and you should too. They'll help you publish, print, and digitize your book so it'll get into the hands of your readers. Search Square Penny Publishing on the internets and like them on Facebook today or tomorrow or whenever you get around to it. Welcome back. Hi, oh, yeah. Hi. Welcome back. Here it is. Here it do. Here I am. What do you do? Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, anyway. Good job, moms. You're doing it. You're doing everything. You're doing fucking everything. I wish you'd do something for me. Yeah. Or for yourself. Or for yourself. Take a break. When I say me, I mean you. That's right, because you are a mom. Please do. You are the mom. Take a bath. Yeah. Take a bath sometimes. Go for a walk. Leave your kids, eat some car cake. It's fine. Abandon your children. Because if you are out of commission or you wear yourself ragged and then you are, you know, tired and you're more susceptible. 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 Cecilia Bowles? What? Susceptible. Okay. Yes. Susceptible to Corona. And if you get sick, then what? You haven't trained your family to take care of the household or themselves. They don't know how to make a fucking sandwich. Well, that's kind of one of the great things, though. Because you can be like, oh, I'll just do it. I'll just go out. I'll just go to the grocery store. I'll just take my mask off. I'll just get Corona. No, you all do when I'm in the hospital. No. That's no. guilty. No, ma'am. That's guilty. Yeah. So, um, 2.2 million women have left the workforce since the pandemic wow. began. Yeah. Which is pretty fucked. At least one in four women are considering downsizing their career hmm. or leaving the workforce because of the pandemic. Wow. And I had this issue. I, I mean, I didn't leave the workforce, but I have a, a pretty accessible job. Like, mm -hmm. I have a pretty flexible job where I can choose my hours and stuff. Yeah. Um, which a lot of people do not. I mean, if I had a boss who was like, you'll be here eight hours a day, I yeah. probably would have quit. Yeah. Because someone has to be home with the kids, and I'm just not willing to let them flounder on right. their own. I'll be there floundering with them. <laughs> I think things will change now that we've done a lot on Zoom and people are used to working at home now, whereas before the pandemic, the bosses would say, oh, you can't possibly work from home. You could, we don't have the infrastructure for that. No, what do you know? It can be done. Isn't it funny how we just found out y'all are fucking lying? Yeah, Isn't right. that hilarious? Yeah. Like, oh, y'all said that for so long and it turns out, oh, yeah. you know. You can pay me just as much money, hopefully more to do the same job from home via Zoom or on the internets, whatever. And a lot of people are realizing that they don't have to live in the city. Right. Because if your commute is to your office mm -hmm. in your house instead of, or really just, you know, sitting up in bed as right. opposed to laying down in bed <laughs> or wherever it is you work. What? Um, I don't know. My mom, sometimes she brings her laptop down and sits at the dining room table. Oh, okay. My kids, when the weather was nice, were taking their laptops outside oh. and going in the duck pen That's as they nice. were having school outside. I mean, if the working uh, powers that be won't give us an inch by saying, okay, you can work from home, we'll pay you more, um, we'll give you full health care, you don't have to work a 40-hour work week, if they're not doing any of that shit... We, we want to work from home at least, yeah. bare minimum. Yeah, that would be good. 
And then we want all the other stuff, too. Right. And also, I would really appreciate it if companies would stop hearing that we're going to mandate hero pay for essential workers, and instead of saying, yay, shutting down their businesses. Oh, shit. Are you serious? That's what Kroger's been doing <gasps> in, in Washington and California. Yeah. Because I didn't know said, that. We're going to mandate you have to pay $4 an hour more yeah. because people are literally putting their lives yes. on the line. And they were like, well, and we can't afford to do business. So they closed down some Kroger, um, like, stores? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sure did. So that's, that's nice. That's real, like, what's the word I want for that? Selfish? Douchebaggery? Yeah. No, it's really not nice. And, uh... It's funny, too, because the whole $15 an hour minimum wage thing is happening right now. Mm -hmm. It's happening. I'm doing air quotes. Happening. It's happening all We're the trying time. anyway, which is something that absolutely should pass and mm -hmm. should have passed, geez, I don't know, like 30 years yeah. ago. By the time it gets passed, we're going to need a new minimum wage. $15 won't be enough at the current rate of housing and living right. and food. And what we need is to up the minimum wage and then also add a clause that it follows inflation. Yes. Because you can't, I mean, if you're if you're paying 25% more for all your groceries, mm -hmm. you have to make enough money to, it's called math and right. I'm not good at it, but even I know that. Right. I just so. remember the days I would go to the store in the dark ages, have a $20 bill and leave with a cart full of Stuff, food, essentials, things. But now I'm like, I can buy three things for this $20 bill now. I know. I go to Winco and I get a full cart of groceries and I'm always shocked and delighted that it is around $100. Go to Winco. If I go to Kroger, yeah, then it's going to be $250. Yikes. But some things you have to go certain places to get and yeah. so I kind of have to mix it up. But, but you know you can get your car cake from Winco. Please get your car cake from Winco. Because here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna go, car cake sounds good. And then you're gonna go to Kroger or Safeway and you're gonna get a slice of cake and you're gonna bring it out your car. You're gonna taste it and you're gonna go, them bitches is full of shit. Because it's not good. I didn't say go there, I said go to Winco. Go to Winco. Winco's got the car cake. They do. Winco's got the car cake for less. They're the place to go. It's Winco. Winco. Did the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Winco, you owe us money. Yeah. All right. Doing free commercials for Winco. Free commercials? They ain't free. Pay us, Winco. <laughs> in car cake. I'm just going to invoice Winco. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what we do. We have a podcast no one listens to, and we'd like to advertise for you. We already did pay us. Here's our invoice. Send us 70 car cakes. What's a car cake, man? <laughs> you know exactly what a car cake is, Winco. I will not rest until a label on the cake says... <laughs> and it's two slices of cake. And it well, it's what it is is a huge slice of cake, and it says cake for two. Oh, that's cake for one. <laughs> Maybe two times, but one person. That's one. I don't share my cake. In the United States, is for one. Have I you seen you. us, <laughs> baby? Have you seen us? <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I told, I confessed to my husband recently about the car cake. I'm like, you know, when I go outside and sit in the car, sometimes I just eat cake. I'm not thinking or praying like I've told you I was. I have this weird thing where I can't keep a secret, and the bigger the secret is, the less likely I can keep it, and for the less amount of time. Like the time, do you remember when I almost killed Heather's cats? Did Hi, you Heather. tell Heather? Uh, yeah! You already told her? No, here's the thing, right? Wait. This is a whole thing. Did you tell Heather or not? Yeah, she oh, knows. Okay. Years ago. I was like, Beth, we can't record this if she ain't 
when we used to... Heather, close your ears. <laughs> um, earmuffs. So when I used to work in an office, mm-hmm. and Heather was working in the same office, she had just moved from Idaho. Yes. She had two cats and a dog. Mm-hmm. And they were living at a townhome, and it was pretty close to where I lived. It was like 10 or 15 minutes away. She didn't know a lot of people, but, you know, we had met, and she was like, hey, will you feed my cats while I'm in Idaho. And I'm like, sure, whatever. And she's like, okay, great. I'll put my keys in your cubby or whatever. I'm like, great, sweet. So she dumps the keys in there. They float to the bottom of all my shit that I don't need that is in my cubby at work. I don't know why all this stuff's in I don't either. Like expired food and Clean that shit out No, I'm not. I'm not cleaning it out. (laughs) In fact, I haven't been into the office in two years. There's still a bunch of shit in my cubby. Oh, no. Whatever. It probably stinks. Don't judge me. It probably stinks. (laughs) So, um, that's how I live my life. Sure, right? that's There's fine. a lot of stuff, and it probably stinks. So that's what I want on my tombstone. <laughs> you shall have it, ma'am. Yay! So, she drops her keys in there, and she's not leaving for like a week and a half. Yeah. So, I'm assuming she's going to remind me, and mm. she's assuming that I'm going to remember. Mm. You see where the conflict is I coming? I do. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> so, she's been gone a couple of days, da-da-da-da-da, whatever, I'm at work, and one of my coworkers says... She's in Idaho, right? Oh. And that moment, mm. I broke out into mm. a cold sweat. <laughs> I literally called in sick. Oh, no. He said, I have an emergency. I have to leave. I jump in my car. Mm. I grab her keys because it's been days, oh, right? No. I'm like, they're dead. Oh, my God. They're dead. They're going to be mummies. They're going to be cat mummies. Cats. I killed Heather's cat. No, I don't even know her very well. Oh, and I already killed her animals. Mummified cats. So oh, I get in the car, and then I realize... I know where she lives, but I don't have her address. Oh, God. So I'm like, but if I call her, she'll know I murdered her cats. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm one of those freaks. So I go online, and I'm like, hacking. I go to one of those websites. It's like, are you a creepy stalker? We'll give you anybody's address. I have to pay for a membership yeah. that I'm going to forget to cancel. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I forgot to cancel. Oh, okay. Totally paid for it for like three months. Oh, my God. Only needed the one address. You could have been stalking so many more people. Oh, I should have taken advantage. I'll sign up again. And then I'll yeah. forget to cancel again. Okay, that's fine. So I find her address. I'm like, fuck. So I drive to her house. From you find her. it and you're like, fuck? Yeah, because I'm like, now I really got to go. <laughs> so I got to go find these dead cats, oh right? <laughs> Some cat corpses. I know, it gets worse. So I go in. I'm in her house. I'm visibly upset. Yeah. And her cats are there, and they're fine, right? Okay, yeah. So they've been drinking out of the toilet. As you do. And like you do when you're trapped. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you guys, I love animals. It was an honest mistake. And it was they, an intentional neglect. Their fruit, food bowl is completely empty. A bag of food is completely empty. Oh, God. they nod their way into that. Oh, they nod into the food. bag? Yeah. Smart um, ass. They also, there was a bag of bread products, uh-huh. right? On, like, a grocery bag on the table. Like, sure. maybe they were packing some food to go and it just didn't get put away whatever there's tortillas in there and they have rat chewed the edges off the tortilla package and oh eaten god. the tortillas oh my god did you know a starving cat will eat tortillas i do now <laughs> you do now <laughs> the more you know oh um they're so, like we need nourishment right so i i'm a, i'm the world's biggest asshole at that point i'm like i should just go i should just eat a tortilla and walk into the lake and just keep walking <laughs> what'd you do at that point did you so, just throw some tortillas down on the ground and leave here's what i did I locked the house back up. I drove mm-hmm. to Safeway. Uh-huh. I bought cat litter. Mm-hmm. I bought cat food. And car cake. 
I wish I had bought car cake, but I was at Safeway and their cake ain't no good. Oh, that's right. And I bought tortillas. <laughs> you bought what tortillas? Well, I'm going to replace the tortillas for fuck's sake. So I go back at our house, clean the litter boxes really well. I give them nice big mounds of food, even though now I'm going to be back every six hours to check on these fucking cats. <laughs> um, I clean up the tortilla mess and take it out to the dumpster. Sure. I make sure everybody's got water, everybody's happy, yeah. everybody gets scritches and pets and happiness. And, uh, we haven't seen a human in four days. And I'm like, really? I don't know why. Uh, don't tell your owner. And then I cleaned out the coffee maker because I was like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I never told her I cleaned out the coffee maker. That is new information. You're welcome. You're welcome. It had a little mold in it. You'd been gone a few days. So I cleaned that out, saved you from spurgulous or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and the cats were perfectly fine, totally safe and sound. And I was like, I've pulled it off the greatest heist of my life. <laughs> no one will ever know. And then you turned around and told Heather. Well, so then I lock up, I leave, I come back the next day, make sure the cats are fed, clean the boxes, all this, until she comes home, you right? confessed everything. And then she comes home. Home, she meets me at work. I give her her keys and she says, How are the cats? And I go, I almost killed your cats, Heather. I'm so sorry. And told her the whole story. Oh my God. You can't keep no secrets, girl. I don't keep secrets. Oh my God. I can't tell you nothing. Nope. Not if you don't want everybody to know. If I don't want it on this podcast. Because I'm going to talk about it on the radio. Shouldn't talk to you about it. Ooh. No, please don't. Also, send us your questions and comments and, and deepest, darkest secrets and biggest and, fears. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it on the podcast. Send me your address and a list of your worst fears. You, you don't need them to send you a list. You can just find them. Yeah. On that website. You could just come and <laughs> frisbee some tortillas at your door yeah, in the middle of the night. and pretty much what's going to happen. Or whatever, yeah, basically. Probably. I'm already doing that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, anyway. I don't know what, how that started. <laughs> it's a good story. But I know how it ended. Poorly. <laughs> the cats are alive. It's fine. They're alive. They are. They're, they're good kitties. I guess maybe that could, that could go in with lack of entertainment options. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that was pre-pandemic. That was pre... Yeah, that was in the days before. Yeah. BC before Corona. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> You've been usurped. Before Corona. Before Corona. So we talked about, like, mass death. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, how we have had the most deaths out of any country. And, um, yes. Not just percentage-wise, but fucking numbers-wise. Like, we've got a shit ton of... Although, there's been a lot of speculation that Russia is lying out their ass. Oh, probably. Died, yeah. Right? I'm sure. But apparently so are we. Yes. Cuomo. We like, sure are. just like, oh, those old people probably just wandered off. Like, yeah. they're all in the woods somewhere. Oh, that one looks like it's sick. Let's take it to the nursing home. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What That's a shit a bag. another mess. So there's a lot of grief, not only for people who've lost family, which is horrible and I'm sure is you know I mean in this time when you're financially unstable they just now more than a year into the pandemic passed legislation that says we're going to help you pay for funerals so can you imagine like losing a parent to something horrible that was preventable yeah and then having them buried in a pauper's grave because you don't have I mean they did mass graves in New York oh my god they literally just put everybody in there and bulldozed the dirt over it like it was like the fucking oh my god like wartime it's a plague yeah 
basically. So it's pretty, you know, you just put them out on that. They literally, in Brazil, I saw footage of them putting bodies out in the road oh, because they? there was no, um, no one you could call and no one would come. Uh, no one would come get them. I know in some st- cities in the U.S. they brought in refrigerated trucks to yeah. keep the bodies in temporarily, mm-hmm. but then those started overflowing. I Hopefully not literally, just yeah. like we have no more capacity for, yeah. for your aunt. I'm I think so it might sorry. have been Oh, God, this is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. This is how you get zombies. I know. I know. I've been saying that since the beginning. I'm like, well... Here we are, waiting for zombies. Mm -hmm. Um, I was waiting to hear the reports of people starting to bite people. No. That's what I'm waiting on. (laughs) You didn't hear? Well, no, I'm waiting to hear that, but not in Florida. Because in Florida, it's just kind of like a thing. Yeah. So if you hear it outside of Florida, we all fucked. It's true. Yeah. So there's not only the regular grief, but there's grief because of the loss of normalcy. Yeah. Um, there's the anticipated loss and fear of the future because everything yeah. is so uncertain. Everybody goes, when we go back to normal. Right. And, uh, when the fuck is that? It's kind of starting to feel like we're not going back to no, normal. No, because there is no more normal. There will be a new normal. A but new we don't normal. know what it will be yet. So a lot it's very... of the older people are saying when everything goes back to normal, like they really expect it to be, uh, I, I don't know. Regular Trump land pre-COVID? What do they Some expect? of it, I'm, I'm glad, will not come back. Like, did you ever think before the pandemic about the tradition that's time-honored of blowing our germs all over a birthday cake and then <laughs> slicing it up and feeding it to our friends yeah. and family? What the fuck were we thinking? It's so funny to look at, like, movies or TV shows that were clearly BC before Corona. Right. Sorry, and- Jesus. <laughs> sorry no jesus was probably cool dude i mean he's had it for a long time yeah. i'm sure he's it's like fine. it's cool it's, it's the statute it's is you know like yeah the copyright has expired <laughs> it's fine we can use it yeah but you can use that and happy birthday song. yeah but bc like watching movies and tv shows that were filmed back then I always get really anxious when they're hugging, and I'm like, no, don't put your mask on. What are you doing? Why are you at a wedding? Why are you so close together? Why are you sitting next to people at church? Get out of there. And then I have to remind myself, calm down. This wasn't filmed recently. Not me. I just get even more worked up. I'm like, ah! Eventually, I'm just like on the roof. Ah! Why are people together? What are you doing kissing a stranger in this rom-com? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah. So there's that. Um, that, And that's just only part of it. There's... A really interesting phenomenon, and it's called disenfranchised grief. Mm-hmm. And that's the grief that we feel for the people that we don't know. Oh. And it's a real grief. It's a real grief that really deserves some respect and some care. But we feel like we're not entitled to be sad. Really? because. Because we're lucky, right? We're lucky that no one we know died. We're lucky that our parents are still okay. We're lucky that we have homes. We're lucky that we don't live in Hong Kong That's cage so apartments, strange. which is another fucked yeah, up thing for isolation. That is a thing. Um, and there are actually some people who are deciding that it's better to be homeless and sleep in the street than it is to be stuck Cramped. in a tiny, tiny yeah. cage. Yeah. Have you seen those? They're literally yes, cages. Yes, I have. They we really are. put a link to the... YouTube video from the South China Morning Post because um, they have some some good images, some really striking we definitely images. Definitely will, yeah. Yeah, it's a real mess. It's upsetting. So we get so hung up on, you know, I don't want to complain. I don't want to complain because other people have it worse. That's true, but that doesn't negate the fact that like it's balls for us too. Yeah. Like this is balls for everybody. Yeah. Like yeah, it's not a contest. Like we can yeah, all grieve for many many reasons. Yeah. And it's, we're all suffering differently. But we all suffer the cruel and inescapable hand of time and death. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's just hopefully when you go, when it's your time, it's not in an iron lung. With a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to say it's okay. I'm okay if I'm in the iron lung. But can you take the squirrel out and release him? Yeah, sure. Because he's lived a horrible life in there. Yeah. I'll make, <laughs> it's sure, just, it's I'll make sure that happens too. Don't yeah, worry. That would be great. That would be super. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah. So um, then we have now what we're all experiencing, some to various degrees, some more than others, pandemic fatigue, yes. which is, you know, there was so much gung-ho at the beginning, especially in Washington State. I don't know about other places. Because we got hit kind of first in the U.S. First, we have a very diverse and very um, heavy, heavily weighted Asian community yeah. Yeah. because, like, look at a fucking map. We're close to Asia. Yeah. So we have lots of Asian people. Um, I worked at the most diverse college for you know different um nations in the nation yeah yes does that make sense sure people come <laughs> here different people from different backgrounds from different, different walks of life places look different talk different it's great it's a big we're all mix. different yeah, yeah it's all good learning about each other's great but that's a little nerve-wracking when they're talking about a global pandemic yeah. i'm like everybody i saw today just got here from somewhere else yeah. like it's kind of like living at the airport like yeah. it's a little you feel a little and we were all walking around coughing, going, it's not corona, don't worry, it's not corona, don't worry. I just have allergies. I just had allergies. Some of us probably had corona. <laughs> probably. Whatever. Anyway. You never know. That's all corona under the bridge. <laughs> is that the new saying now? It is for me. God, I hope so. So we were all very gung-ho, very like, we're going to do this together, we're going to yeah. stay home, we're all going to take a vacation at home, and we're going to, you know, we're going to beat this thing. Right. And it's been a long time, and it ain't beat. Yeah. It ain't beat. It so I think a, a lot time. of people are getting to that point where they're like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I gotta live my life. I want to go back to bars. I miss going to drink at bars with my friends. Uh, go sit down. Go home. Drink at home yeah. alone like the rest of us. <laughs> Fucking grow up. You know, drink alone in your bathtub no. crying like the rest of us with Cheetos. Chit-chat chit with your friends on Zoom and have a drink. Don't Don't endanger the rest of us just because you can't leave a bar first are you an alcoholic yes is that what's happening i'm speaking for them okay yes they are raging and angry but like i know we're all tired and the corona fatigue is real but stay your ass at home please i know that's the thing is the fatigue is real but the more we give into it the longer the shit's gonna go on because yeah, new zealand's good they've mm -hmm. got it under wraps oh, new zealand i know their president she's doing a great job new zealand is like a social media influencer for the world like everybody should be watching new zealand and doing what new zealand yeah, does but like, yeah we do, do your highlight and contour just like new zealand does because <laughs> you're gonna look fucking amazing and yet we don't and we wind up looking like trump i know yeah i'm so orange i know okay so i suppose we should talk about some of the things that we can do mm-hmm to make ourselves less crazy during the pandemic. Yes, please. Okay. Well, what's some of the stuff you've been doing? Like, what makes you feel better? I have to take my medication. Okay. During the pandemic, the... No longer optional, right? Correct. Yeah. In the beginning, you know, I'm, oh, I missed a day of taking my antidepressants. It's fine. I'll just go to work and then take them tomorrow. No Not big deal. deal. Right. No big deal at all. This time, no, I better take my fucking drugs. Please do. Because if I don't, it got really bad a couple times during the pandemic. It, it was not pretty. So I now know I have to take it every day. I, no more skipping. That, I have to eat real food. Okay. And I have to stop binge eating at night because you're in, in one space all day, one area. You can't leave really unless you have to go for essentials. 
And I'm like, I'm just surrounded by food. That's all I want to do is watch TV, YouTube, eat food. Yeah, I've been having the same problem. It's been so much easier. You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, I'm going to read more. I'm going to do crafts. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go outside. I'm going to so much exercise. Yeah. But it's so much easier for my big, fat, stupid, American, lazy ass to sit and watch garbage YouTube, scroll between three social media sites all fucking day. Oh, yeah. And then I might get a shower later. Yes. Self-care. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So there's an article from verywellmind.com, and it's about how to deal with loneliness and social isolation during the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, their main things are, their main comments are to use non-traditional ways to stay in touch with other people because obviously contact with other people is what we can do to right. avoid being lonely, right. right? My problem is sometimes that just make, kind of emphasizes the loneliness mm-hmm. for me. Like, I'm like, oh, I saw you on Zoom. I wish you were here. It would be yeah. more fun if you were here. Yeah. Um, I noticed that too, like yeah. texting friends and, oh, we should video call, and then we eventually don't. I mean, texting with people, like, I miss you. Yeah, right. I get it. It just is awkward and weird and, yeah. You keep banking on... Well, when this is over, I'll be able to see you and give you a hug. But will it ever really be over? Right. I don't know. I don't know if it will. And then we think, oh, the vaccine, woohoo, which is great. And we all absolutely, if you have an opportunity to get vaccinated, please do. Do it immediately. Do it as quickly as you can. I did hear someone on the radio say that um, if you're having a hard time finding a vaccine, you should literally Google reddest county in my area. Oh. And you can go there because literally people they don't are not want getting vaccinated oh, there. Yeah. So try it. I don't know if it'll work for us or not. They were talking about it in the South, but I bet you if you went to Eastern Washington for a day they would trip, have you it. could probably get your shit done. Yeah, they probably yeah. have vaccines available because those red people aren't even... I don't believe it. It ain't real as a hoax. I don't believe in it. Oops, I'm dead. My uncle died, but it was, it was flu-related. Okay. <laughs> so um, some, of the, some of the stuff that they suggest... And not everything's going to work for everybody. Um, Stay active Mm -hmm. is a big one. Uh, Exercise is important. I was doing a lot of exercise at the beginning, which was really great. And then I started having all kinds of weird fucking health problems. Mm -hmm. None of them corona-related. Correct. Which I feel like is a rip-off because, like, how come I got to be sick during the pandemic and I don't even get to be one of the wrong people? Uh, but whatever. That's like when you get the chicken box as a kid right during, like, field day I at school. Know. Like, I'm going to fucking miss it. You break your leg right before your parents install a big fucking pool, oh, right? Like garbage. Yeah. Have exactly. that trash bag around it, please. I'm oh, getting in that right. pool. You you better not. Do you know what parents pay money for that gas? I'm not. Oh, but I want to get in the pool. Just stay out of the pool. <laughs> stay your ass out. The pool. I got my trash bag on. No, it's gonna get wet. Anyway, now that we got Marianne out of the pool. Okay. Um, yeah, doing different activities. Um, there's also some stuff like sign up for an online course and do a little bit every day. That's kind of an interesting idea to me because I think what we lost a lot of through the pandemic was our routines. Yeah. Right? Like all of a sudden we don't get up at the same time, we don't go to bed at the same time, we don't yes. eat at the same time, we eat all the time. We eat all the time. <laughs> We're um, either awake all the time or sleep all the time. Right. And like Friday is no longer date night or like the weekend is no longer yeah. like, yeah, let's stay home all weekend and clean and catch up. All that office jargon has no meaning anymore. TGIF. Yeah, exactly. So I recommend that you buy a water cooler and gossip about your family around it. <laughs> With your family? Like, our kids are so 
weird. The people are like, we can hear you. We can hear you, Mom. I'm like, I know, baby. Yeah, and then staying connected with others, family and friends. Um, they suggest things like maybe try handwriting some postcards just oh. to like cheer people up, you know. Yeah. Um, call people on the telephone if you uh, ever want to try that. Luna, can I help you? Luna, do you have allergies? Uh, yeah, so normal stuff they're suggesting. But also, like, if there's something you're interested in, if there's Luna, you're fucking fired. She's the intern. Um, so they do mention some interesting stuff, like, um, stuff that I wouldn't really think about. Like, if you're into a hobby, like, you're really into knitting or something, look up some forums and, like, chat with some people about knitting and, like, being cool and being, like, not a grandma, but also knitting or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, or playing multiplayer games, like, weird, like, World of Warcraft shit or whatever. Like, I mean, whatever. It's, it's, it's whatever. You play games. I mean, play a better game than that, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently there's a specific service that's been set up to help people connect during quarantine and it's called Quarantine Chat. What? I don't know anything about that. Is that like Facebook, but with coronavirus? It's like, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Or is it like those 900 numbers? Oh, I hope Or 800 numbers? Sick ladies waiting to talk to you. I was diagnosed with COVID three days ago. <laughs> I went head over heels for you because I had to be inverted in the ICU. Oh no! <laughs> you take my breath away because I'm in the iron lung. <laughs> with the squirrel. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, try that. I mean, whatever floats your boat. Try that. Or, you know, maybe you just want to smoke a bunch of weed. I don't know. Yeah! <laughs> I think organizing the house can be really nice because I don't get a lot of chance to do that. Yeah. So, like, going through your whole pantry. It's not fun when you're doing it. Of course but not. But put some music on, sing like a lame ass. You're at home. You can do whatever you want. Uh, and then when you're done, it'll be shiny and new. Yeah. And, oh, Clean it The off. angels will come up. It is, a, it is a good time to throw old expired food away. And, and hoard up some new not That's right. Food. New food. Yeah. And to dust. I did a lot of dusting. It was great. And reorganizing. And a lot of um, downsizing. Get rid of the things that are just hanging out in the house that you haven't used for three years. Which has actually been kind of difficult because the thrift stores have not been accepting yes, donations. That's so you very have to true. please call first. Or if you don't want to call, because I'm not fucking calling, go online and look, okay? And find out what they're taking and when they're taking it, because if you drive all the way there, you're going to be pissed. Yeah, or they have those um, blue... Um, yeah, the drop-off bins. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Is that with the Salvation Army? Or no. Well, it depends. Um, there's a lot of different companies. Most of them just take all that and they bail up what is usable, and then they ship it overseas and sell it. Um, which, like, I huh. honestly, a lot of people get up in arms about that. It's supposed to be donation. I don't fucking care. It's going to somebody who can use it. It's leaving from my house, which is what I want to do. And you're the middleman. I don't have to feel I, shipping. I myself. could see the negative because that's a lot of fossil fuels that that ship is using to, like, Yeah, but get putting across. them in the landfill isn't good either, yeah, right? Like, that's I'd rather true. see them reused. Yeah. So... Do something with I it. say do it. If you've got a better solution than that, then tell Invent us. Invent it already. And yeah. Let's you, do I'll send you my clothes. You give get me your address. Your and give us your address. God. And we'll come to your house. In fact, we're already there. And we have a lot of clothes to give you. Look out your window. Look at um, Yeah. So try not to go nuts, you know? Yeah. Do your best. We can get through this. Put Wear your mask. Get your vaccine when you can. Don't vote for Trump. Wash your hands so many times they get raw. No, no. Use lotion. It's fine. Use lotion. Yes. To counteract that. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. It will be. It'll be all good. Yeah. When things are back to normal. Yes. Yes, indeed. Once you've you've got your uh, quarantine chat up and running, you can 
make yourself a terminal friend. That's just as cringy as like farmers dating only. Oh my god, cringy! Oh god damn! It's for singles who are farmers. I don't. And you know about that farm life, and you're trying to get that farm good, good. Ooh, is that a sex thing? (laughs) It's sure. Farmer wiener. Yeah. All right. All right. Should we end this episode? Jesus, I wish somebody would end this episode. <laughs> Let's put it out of its mess right now. Okay. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll end it by saying, wear your masks and wash your hands. And I'll end it by saying, teach your dog to tap dance and wash your ass. <laughs> what? I don't know. Y'all, could you just wash your ass? Okay. And, Luna. And your hands. All right. Have a day. Yeah, have a day. We're so cheap, so cheap Too cheap for therapy We're cheap We're cheap, cheap We're so cheap, so cheap Won't pay for therapy I say we're cheap We're cheap, cheap We're so cheap, so cheap We do our own damn therapy We're cheap We're cheap, cheap We're so cheap, so cheap Come get your therapy for free so does Luna. She's lying next to her bed as a big fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Fuck the man. Yeah. She's like, this floor smells like ass. <laughs> it's her ass. It's her ass. And mine. <laughs> it could be both. No, thank you. I might have taken a little scoop while you were out of the room. You don't know. <laughs> Scooting around. Scooting ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I get itchy. Don't judge me. I'm taking all of this out. <laughs> you scooting around <laughs> on the floor like a dog. Marianne, edit that out. I can go on Patreon. <laughs> you gotta pay for that kind of content. It can go on your OnlyFans. Yeah. You're just scooting around. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll put this at the end of the episode. <laughs> An Easter egg. <laughs> you found it. You found Corinne's secret. <laughs> Yes. Oh, boy. It's special.